show coming from the rack store. Bet is packing and making a backflow. Let's go, chilling with raccoons by the back door. Take all so you can stake more. All I wanna do is making door right. But I found this crew and doing alright. We wreck, will bitch, ready to fight. So many raccoons ready for the boss life. I might fly high like a kite, right? But always ready for a shite for the right prize. Raccoon supply has the right price. Giving you respect if it's likewise. So I'm buying all the mean guys with the clean heart. Read between lies, laser bean through lean eyes. Larry or with clean lies, trash mouth, mean smile, be wise. NFT wise, fuck with these guys. It's the rack lab from the back lab. 100 NFTs in my backpack. Crazy rack back from the stash app. Rack will take a lead in this haystack. FM. And I believe it is what pins up here. I mean, it must be pin 8am or 800. What does the O stand for? Oh my god, tonight we are sponsored by the Make a Wish Foundation, who are, so, I don't know why, for some reason celebrating their ambido. Uh, I don't know what incurable fucking disease he's suffering from. Uh, I don't know if he's blagged like leukemia or something. I mean, Finn, how did this happen? What, what's this Make-A-Wish Foundation shit? So, with for, for people that aren't aware, uh, there's this really bad uh, genetic disease called plebiscitis. And it's been going around a lot on crypto Twitter. And so it somehow caught the attention of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And they reached out and they said that, yo, your, your boy is like an amazing artist. We're really upset that he's got this plebiscitis uh, going on. So we want to help him. And we want to grant him his his last wish. And you know what what Ambedo said? He said, "My last wish is to have my two favorite people, Dead Right Dove and Carter, on the show." So and here we what, are. We made it happen. And what a fucking day! I mean, if you're gonna have these two chads right on a fucking Twitter Spaces on any given day of the year, like today is the day. So without further ado, guys, and it's the first time I've uh, spoken to you, man. Uh, hello, Carter. Are you all right, son? Doing good. Thanks for having me on. I can, I can tell this is going to be a lot of lot of fun and, and very informational. Oh, dude, you fucking gas. I mean, you and Dead Right. Like, like literally, this we, we're making a joke, but like, so Ragafem, uh, Finn, I should say, the boss man, about uh, six weeks ago, he, he created the Freed Camp. And we've got like a workflow and shit now, man. We have to like, honestly, we've got deadlines and shit. I don't even know what's going on. I'm not even getting paid. And we've got fucking deadlines, right? So we said like, okay, we'll create shows we want to listen to. And we're like, you know, Ambedo's our artist, right? The OG. And we're like, what shows do you... Ambedo's like, you've got to get Carter and you've got to get Devon. I've got so... So broad tonight's agenda has basically been sketched out by your man. Uh, but Carter, yeah, it's the first time I've spoken to you. It's it's a lovely to meet you at last, mind, dude, in person, yeah. Hundred percent, yeah. I love the love the energy in Rack FM. You guys are putting in the work, so props to you guys for surfacing the builders, the bullshit, all all the stuff, the good and the bad. So love it. Well, bro, we did a uh, spaces with Oho or Oracle last night, and he dropped you two in the same sentence. You and Kojira, well, Cher, I should say. 
Uh, and so he dropped you two guys in the same sentence. So I'm fucking pumped. However, let's kick off this. Uh, Finn, I don't know if you've got anything to say, but I'm going to go there. So what's happening, guys? I mean, the pegging uh, with this curve for again, this is like the same thing that happened fucking last year. I mean, I'm sitting here like, ah, this is a nothing burger. You know, markets are, uh, you know, a little bit turbulent at the moment. But like, I'm, I'm not really worried. I'll, I'll go over to Dove first and then we'll go to Carter. I mean, Dove, what you, what you woke up today, what you're thinking, bro? Oh, uh, you know, mate, um, the way I see it, it's kind of like uh, we've gone through pretty much all the, all the cycles of, of FUD, you know, all, all the usual shit. And I know a lot of us in here have been through um, a, few, a few of these cycles now, right? Um, I'm obviously not saying like, you know, it's not like financial advice, like don't worry. Obviously, none, none of us know, you know, how extreme anything might get. But what I do know is that these things just happen over and over again, right? And I mean, we've seen we've seen uh, pretty much all the catastrophes you can possibly imagine, right? Um, and these things tend to just go exactly almost as planned, right? You get like, well, it used to be China fight. Now it's like <laughs> now now China are like just just wanting to charge because like you know I guess the US US has been a bit sticky but and then you get you know exchange fight and then you get the lawsuits and then you get you know the USDT starts to wobble and you know I, I, I just from from my side I think it's really just kind of the usual cycles and um, you know obviously you're going to get these tricky positions these debt positions and stuff but I mean I don't know mate you know at the end of the day it's like we 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 all know what we're in what we're in for right um and um and and actually like i'm i it's it's i don't know i don't know how or why really but um and like carter and i um we we've been on quite a few uh like video calls <laughs> some have been pretty strange i'm sure you'll agree um but uh I, the, the 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 cool thing like the thing that i know definitely between kujira and shade is that we kind of tend to you know, block out the noise and, and kind of just keep on building, right? And, and that, maybe that sounds like cliche and, you know, people keep saying that, you know, just build, build, build. But it is what it is, right? Like you can't, you can't really uh, just keep panicking about every, every wobble that happens and you really do just have to keep on going. So, yeah, in short, my, my view is like these things are just going to keep on circling around, especially during the bear season, right? Uh, there's probably a lot of manipulation going on. People are trying to find ways to squeeze life, maybe short, whether that be short life or long life out of the market. So yeah, whatever, man, we keep going. I think we're, we're so used to this at this point. We're naming black swan events like people name hurricanes in Florida. You know, it's just like another one. Like, <laughs> all right. I guess we're doing this today. Okay. <laughs> exactly, mate. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's not, you know, it's not terror crash. It's not FTX. Uh, you know, we all know that. We're all pretty comfortable, I think, at the minute. Uh, Carter, do you want to jump in there, bro? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think what's most interesting to me is the parallels between the concerns around the Federal Reserve, everyone on the edge of their seats, what are they going to say? Are rates going to go up? Are they going to go down? The whole world on the edge of their seat. And then like in crypto, our equivalent is like Tether and USDC. And the whole, the whole point of crypto is to get rid of centralized intermediaries. And yet here we are, the, the, the key liquidity undergirding this censorship-resistant, globally accessible ecosystem 
is tied to, to centralized actors. And so my takeaway from these events is, wow, crypto is still so heavily dependent upon centralized liquidity. And really the onus is on uh, the builders and the users to slowly but surely migrate and vote with their money and, and choose to park their money in things like USK that are totally decentralized in terms of the, the collateral backing. So um, I think it's an opportunity for builders. And I think it's it should continue to be a wake up call every time you see a centralized stablecoin move one cent off peg and everyone's feeling feeling nervous and scared. It's like, that's completely fair. But maybe maybe that means there's something wrong with our industry. Maybe that means there's something wrong with how we've you know built DeFi around these things. Maybe 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 it's us and not and not them. I think that's what really like rings true for a lot of us that at least those of us that got into it at the beginning, you know, pre terror crash and stuff was like that whole idea of this decentralized economy, this dis decentralized stable, something that like would renew a sort of trust in people with their, you know, their monetary systems and stuff. And I, I feel like that's a lot of what attracted me at least to Terra was what, you know, just listening to Doe speak. And when I heard you on, I, I, I don't know if it was the, the shade swap one yesterday or last week, but you were like really giving me some Doe vibes in what you were saying about all of this, like how it needs to be created in a way where it's private, but it's trustless, but people can like use it. Like it, everything Doe was saying, like you're echoing. And that's why I think a lot of us follow you now until Doe comes back and we can figure out what the fuck else, you know, he wants to do. Like, we're here. We're here for Kuji. We're here for Shade. All that shit. Yeah, I mean, it's born. I would say, like, anyone that was here, I think there was, like, an interesting set of people that were there when Terra was thriving, where we got to see the energy of what could be accomplished if a whole group of people believed in decentralized money. and. Even though the promise of UST fell apart and it wasn't it wasn't sound, right? The economics behind it wasn't sound. The the ethos and the energy behind it was. And so when I look at what Kajira is doing and the community there, it's what it is is Kajira is daring to hope again in a space that's like lost a lot of its hope, right? They're, they're daring to like toe the line and continue to believe that. Stable coins have an immense potential, and it's it's scary to say that. It's scary to say that when we've seen centralized stable coins essentially falter and fail. We've seen decentralized stable coins falter and fail. But we know that we need a USK. We need silk. We we need these things for crypto to truly realize its potential. And that's what I, I admire the most about Kajira is 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 the community is beginning to believe it again. And that's that's a powerful thing. That's that's what Terra taught us. Is that is that hope is hope is powerful, and that's yeah that's huge. And sorry, Robo, I see you got your little pleb hand up there, but I it, it's it's definitely like a big point to kind of like hold on to that this stuff needs to be battle tested. You cannot just get sixty billion dollars of TVL and expect nobody to attack it. You know, a lot of these currently are living through you know what we call security through obscurities. They're just not big enough for anyone to give a fuck about to attack but those that went through that previous uh the, the the several black swan events that we've had like there's been lessons learned there 
And that stuff gets incorporated into the next version and the next version. And that's how this stuff gets hardened. And eventually, we'll get to a point where no matter what they throw at it, it's not going to wobble. And then we'll know that like, all right, we, we've gotten here. All right, Robo, what do you, what, what's up, Robo? Uh, no, I'm on best behavior. Uh, but I did get a message from the uh, Make-A-Wish Foundation that said, uh, bro, are you blanking like I'm Bado tonight or, or what? I mean, you know, let's, let's, you know, Finn, let's not forget, right? So we'll, we'll go to Dove, I think, first of all, with this uh, initial question from your man. Uh, Dove, will we see the minting of silk on uh, Kujira in the future? And also, on top of that, what about uh, Amp Fuji? Are these things that might happen, do you think? Um, by that, do you mean like sort of in, in, in the collateral basket or, um, you yeah, know, I mean, Am- Amkuji, yeah, definitely. I mean, certainly for Silk, like we definitely want to explore, um, you know, so we've already started. Um, I mean, the, the, the shade guys have just been really, really magic to work with. And um, so, so they, they, obviously, I think you guys would have seen the, the USK Silk Pool, um, and we're going to be spinning up one on both. So there's already this kind of like really deep integration that, that is going on between um, these two teams. And um, yeah, any, anyway, Carter, thanks very much for those kind comments, by the way. Like, um, you definitely put all this stuff a lot more eloquently than I can. But um, yeah, in terms of, I think Amkuji for sure, because, you know, obviously that's already uh, in, in the ecosystem. Um, but the, the problem that we have, right, is that l- let's just take Kuji, for example. You don't really want to be messing about um, using your own token as collateral for, for the stable, right? Like we could do that. We could do it tomorrow. And, you know, the, the USK would just, the, the supply would just rock it. And, you know, you, you, we could do that. But um, that seems to be the, the the shortest route to getting in the crosshairs of 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 some nasty people, right? So, yeah, we like I think you guys know us by now. Um, we don't mind sometimes if things seem a little bit boring. Um, that's okay. Like based on everything we've just said now, and Finn, I think you hit the nail on the head, right? We we're not really interested in I, I, like what I think what Terra did, and and everyone has has already said all that needs to be said around that, like the energy. And um, just the desire that people had to to make something, you know, fully decentralized and make and and, and just get it huge, was was super super ambitious. And you know, we all went along with that and we enjoyed it and it was it was great, right? But as as you pointed out, Finn, that was a that was a bit too much, too fast. And I think certainly from Kujira's perspective, um, I don't want to speak for Shade, but I I know that they kind of share a very similar ethos in terms of making sure things are sound and, you know, making sure that we're doing the right things and moving in the right direction. So we are more than happy to do things the right way and build slowly and organically and make sure that, you know, people are safe um, as we're doing it. So definitely, definitely we're going to explore in terms of silk um, for sure. There's surely potential there. We've already had, um, I think, you know, Carter, you know, some brief kind of messages backwards and forwards about the potential of um, using, e- you know, each other's stables in, in, in the basket and stuff like that. So that is that I think is 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 definitely an option. You know, I don't, I don't want to say like it's definitely happening. Yes or no, because, you know, I, I need to actually chat with Carter and the team and make sure that 
know, we, <laughs> we, we, we're on the same page. But yeah. Ambedo yeah. did ask about the, uh, the fact about like incentives and stuff. Yeah. Uh, he was like wondering if, you know, there might be a like kid or silk, like, uh, you know, ball pool. And maybe there might be like incentives for like deeper liquidity. You, I mean, yes, you guys say match made in heaven, right? Yeah, I, I, I really feel that way. And I, I said this on a, on a, this is kind of like a rant space. <laughs> you guys will probably remember, I think it was a couple of days ago, everyone was kicking off and there were like 3 million spaces on the go. Everyone just kind of <laughs> pretty much threatening each other's lives and all sorts of weird stuff. But, um, Yes, absolutely. So we already have that um, on the shade side, uh, and both both shade and Kujira have matched incentives. And I, we we will, you know, we we go, we're going ahead with a bow, bow pool for sure. Um, and I'm pretty sure that we've already agreed with the shade team too that we'll match up there. So yeah, we we are definitely working super super tightly and making sure that you know we can because we I think. What's great about and Carter and I had had a call before where we we actually said this, where we realize that you need diversification, right? Like we understand that there's no point bashing each other to death and you know trying to trample on each other to be number one or or whatever the case may be. So yeah, absolutely, the bow pool is coming. It's actually just been the sonar stuff that's just distracted us a little bit, and um, it's a good reminder we we need to get back on that and. And make that happen but yeah that that'll definitely come incentives will be there we want to drive the, the liquidity both on shade and and on kajira and the cool thing is between our two teams we realize as i just said that we are stronger together um and it's it's been great like it's pretty much common knowledge now right that things have been a bit thorny uh to say the least with certain teams in the cosmos but we uh, as far as shade and kajira go we are yeah pretty much bed partners now <laughs> Yeah, I'll just I'll just hop in here. Definitely, there's full support to bring shade incentives to bow and get shade and silk uh, listed on there. Like that's I'm I'm so excited about the prospect of that. And I'll also say it's been great working with Kajira. I think there's other dexes that shall not be named. That it, it like we're all trying to build like an interwoven economy here, and and so I think it's really interesting when extra friction is added to the process in like a significant way. Um, so I, I like the fact that the Kajira team, the shade team, and there's, you know, there's, there's other builders out there in cosmos that are just focused on kind of no nonsense. Let's, let's build the future together. Let's, let's collaborate. Let's grow the pie because there's, there's so much room for all of us to grow. We are a little speck like on in, in the world, in the world of crypto. Um, and so instead of this like scarcity mindset that's super common in, in a bear market, scarcity around ideas, scarcity around teamwork, um, scarcity around competing communities. Instead of that, what if, what if you swim against the stream? What if you do the hard thing, which is actually the easy thing, which is, which is teaming up and, and working together and integrating? relentlessly what what would that achieve when when we when we emerge out of this cycle what will that achieve and where will we stand you know a year from now uh, and I, I think kajira and shade and all the other builders out there that are that are focused on that mentality are going to be in a really great spot order hasn't been proven time and time again like through like like three bull markets now uh 2013 2017 and 18 and then recently 
Hasn't it been proven that the people that build, that the people that come out at the like the end of the pipeline, kind of like looking good? That's why I love you guys, man. Shippers, he's a fucking absolute shipping, right? Reed Carter. Uh, I, I mean, I'm, I don't want to dive like have a divergence. I don't know if Finn's got anything to say, but uh, Ambido, Mister Make a Wish, did have uh, some questions about your general thoughts, uh, Carter, for Shade. Or in regards to like uh, like things like RS, RS, uh, like uh, LSDs, liquid stake and derivatives. Uh, obviously, there are on on shade, but your man thinks it will be cool to see like some amp uh, derivative LPs uh, sometime in the future on shared protocol. Do you think that might be happening anytime soon or not? RS protocol, Finn's a big fan, by the way. Yeah, I'd love that. I mean, we're very focused on being a liquid staking trading hub we we have a really we, we we put a lot of research into a new curve called asymmetric concentrated liquidity and it's it's really efficient for trading between l1 tokens and staking derivatives but we'll just staking derivatives in general um so if there's if there's an appetite for it um i'd love to reach like have that team reach out to me and chat with them or any of the community members that want that i'd love to uh open up that discussion it sounds like a good idea yeah, I, I can help you there, mate. Like um, Philip, for sure. I'll, I'll put I'll put you onto them. I mean, he's a real tiger, you know. Um, I, I kind of appreciate that, um, and I don't mind if he's listening. Like in the beginning, we were a bit like, whoa, whoa, you know, <laughs> easy now. But then you kind of start to appreciate that, and <laughs> you, you know, realize that the guy's actually really just pushing hard and and building too. So yeah, <laughs> I will. I'll gladly um, hook you up. So so Carter, uh, staying on, on on with you there. Uh, like basically, you know, if we forget about like people like Noble, et cetera, et cetera. And if we think about like what, you know, people are trying to do with like real like decentralized uh, stable coins, you know. And this is to both of you guys, but we've got a Carter first. Like in the future, and this is in the future, yeah. I mean, do you think it would be possible where you'd be able to like mint USK with silk? or mint silk with like usk what do you think that will be like some if if it were like you know longevity wise like successful carter would that be something on the table maybe yeah i think if i can if i can speak frankly about this one i think there's a lot of benefits and a lot of risks right so like if if kajira accepted silk as collateral for usk they're fully trusting all the code we've built and all the risk parameters we've built. And so I think I think that's probably pretty risky to do until like maybe two to three years in the future. I, I think like time is is on our side with with these things and it's best to wait for the respective decentralized stable coins to prove themselves to be to be blue chips. Like when you're playing, you know, a 10 plus year game, there there's no rush in the present moment to like integrate something that can introduce a uh, risk that's outside of your control so i'm i'm very excited about the concept of accepting usk as collateral minting out silk i'm sure dove feels a similar way but i think it's one of those things that there's no rush let's let's let things continue to establish and mature um and when the time is right and the discussions are had and the risks are properly parameterized then you do a very small scoped experiment so that would that would be my my answer to it Oh, I love this guy, mate. He's fucking class, isn't he, Dove? Hey, uh, Dove, you got any comments, bro? Yeah, no, he's, yeah, pure class. Um, always, yeah, as I said, very eloquent, like definitely 
always, always spot on the money. And exactly that, right? Not too much to add, but I think we, we do have the benefits, as Carter was saying. And it actually is, I would say, a benefit of not being, again, going back to that example of just trying to fly out the gates in one year and get to 60 billion. That, that shouldn't be the goal, right? Like that kind of stuff is a little bit sort of governmental in a way, right? It's like, well, we're we, we going to, you know, swing our dicks and, and, and just go shoot for the moon and stuff like that, which is not the way we should be approaching this. And I think the, the benefits that we've seen and the lessons we've learned, right, um, should be taken to heart. And, and I think that, 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 that is the main thing. We, we, we need to learn from past mistakes and build very, very rigid systems. So, yeah, 100% agree. And um, once those things are proven, you know, what you can do is you can have a really, really small, you know, it could be like, it could be a, a, a tiny cap um, of the whole supply and, and, and just, you know, get people kind of used to that idea. But, yeah, exactly as Carter said, um, what we should be doing now is concentrating on building systems i think building systems out right now is more important in in our view than um pushing a stable coin to to, to some kind of massive supply um because I, I think that these these systems certainly and I'm, i know shade feel the same way but so like from kujira's perspective what we're really trying to do is build like a complete monetary system that actually works for people and you know if if usk like USK isn't our main focus, right? It's like, it's sort of, I don't want to say it's a means to an end, but it's a way for, it's, it's decentralized money, right? Which is great. But what we need to build around that are systems that can really, really bolster that stable coin and bolster basically the, a user's experience more than, um, as I said, just trying to like shoot for the moon in one direction or the other. So certainly at the moment, we are more concerned about building up these rails for people to come along and build on, um, building, you know, more stuff ourselves, obviously, especially with the Sonar app now, like building sort of like native experiences, native mobile experiences for people. At, at this point, with the size of the community and, and, and as Carter mentioned, right, like we're, we're all just a speck of dust right now, really. So what we should be doing is building like these platforms and these rails that can allow for kind of like steady growth that is um, that 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 isn't risky and that people can um, put their money to work. That's really like what we are what we are trying to achieve. It's like a place for people to come along, put their money to work, and cut out that middleman and be able to benefit. You know, whether you're lending, borrowing, whatever you're doing, um, whatever actions you're taking on the chain, um, it should be there to kind of like serve the community. And to make sure that you really get what you should be getting at the end of the day, unlike in the real world where, you know, you're obviously just getting rinsed and there's someone in the middle just taking a massive piece of the pie when they shouldn't be. So, yeah, that, that's certainly our focus right now. Bro, I mean, fucking dynamite. Like, I, 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 yeah, I'd love to give Carter, a, 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 you know, an opportunity to, like, jump in here, but this is the perfect... You mentioned renting. I mean, your man, the Make-A-Wish Foundation down there on Bedo, this was like one of these top questions was like, has like Kujira ever considered like renting the your like Orca, uh, Orca, sorry, uh, liquidation uh, engine to other chains, et cetera, with like lending and uh, borrowing markets? Have you been approached by other people to be able to use that engine? Yeah. And, uh, 
Okay, because he, he thinks he thinks all like bidding on shared vaults would be like unreal, you know. Yeah, for sure. So I mean, um, obviously, you know, in terms of so in terms of secret network and Kujira, um, and Carter will, I'm, I'm sure this is this is his bread and butter. But it's not quite as simple as just kind of porting it over, right? Because because the secret network is so unique and there's privacy baked in and and all that kind of stuff. But having said that. It's 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 certainly not impossible. Um, in terms of the, the the global question about Orca, so we actually had, um, and it's it's a real shame because we've we've actually got an entire EVM uh, version of of Orca, so the queue and 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 the front end and everything, and we were just about to launch on Akala, um, which you know is is obviously it's a completely different network and and it's it's, it's EVM. And we were just about to roll that out, and then they they had their uh, they had a stablecoin issue, and and I think they've just been rebuilding from there. But the short answer is definitely like, the, and again, I think it kind of comes back to what Carter was saying. Like these things, uh, initially, I'll be honest, we thought, hey, you know, like people are just going to want to roll this out, and it's going to be too easy, right? Because it's a no brainer. Like it had genuinely never ever been done before. Um, that that piece of software is literally what what made our name and got us got got a foot in the door um but and it also sort of plays to a point um that we were talking about earlier about the players that are that 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 have been in the game for a long time and the centralized entities and in a way i kind of see the old guard liquidators as that in a way so what is happening now is you've got like say well, okay, on Terra, I think there were maybe a dozen right at the end. But at some point, there were probably even as few as seven or eight liquidators that were obviously just people with a lot of capital and and bots that were very, very fast. So you had to like have really, really good tech. And single single liquidations could earn you as much as three to 400K um, back then. So j- just to give you an idea of the kind of, yeah, <laughs> the, the, you know, the kind of money involved. Um, just because your bot gets somewhere faster than someone else's, and as I say, there were probably between seven and twelve on on the entire Terra network, and um, so that kind of gives you an idea. Um, and those those players are, you can imagine, it's like, hey, we've got this piece of software that now removes <laughs> like removes your money, and I, I imagine a lot of these money markets are running their own bots, right? Like. Uh, that's not like an accusation, but I mean, I think it's fairly fair to say a lot of them pretty much uh, publicize that as well. So it's an easy sell from a community perspective. You're like, well, why wouldn't you do this, right? Like you, you have whatever you have, fifty or hundred thousand users. Um, these liquidations need to happen. Um, they're they're absolutely essential for for anything that involves, um, you know, the, the borrowing of funds and. Uh, it's like, so, well, why wouldn't you offer this to your community first? Because not sure, like some people might not realize this, but how, how Orca works is actually, there's a bid, there's a bid threshold, right? So let's just say, call it a hundred thousand dollars. You can configure that and per markets and you can, you can, you can name it what you want. But what happens is if there are say, well, if there's more than a hundred thousand dollars USDC or whatever, whatever that stable might be that, um, is, is being borrowed. Um, you can set your bid threshold and it's community first from 100,000 upwards 
And then as soon as it drops below that threshold, the bots can come in as usual. So now you have like a best of both worlds scenario, right? Where the bots can still win in like black swan events or not, maybe not even black swan per se. It obviously depends on the collateral and the market, but we feel like that, that makes more sense, right? The bots can swoop in when there's no bid activation time and all the rest of it, that once that threshold has been depleted, then, you know, bots can fly in as usual, but it's still a little bit of a hard sell in a lot of ways. Um, and it's because it's a paradigm shift, right? And those always take a bit more time. Like when you, when you approach someone with a par- like a paradigm shift and say, well, this is going to be way different from what you used to, it takes a bit of time to warm up. But yeah, as I say, we're already like dead close to, to, to Akala. And we've got chats open with like 20 or 30 different, um, you know, different protocols from all over. So yeah, it's definitely going to happen. Paradigm uh, shift say uh, Carter. Uh, Carter, you've obviously like looked at the liquidation engine. You've obviously got your own thoughts about how things like occur in the marketplace, right? Yeah, I, I think that democratized liquidations make the most sense, but then you also want to have mechanisms in place that uh, are able to handle any sort of additional volatility to encourage people to handle the liquidation. So I think there's a variety of liquidation solutions. There's going to be trade-offs to each one, uh, right? Like risk, risk can never be, you know, destroyed. It can just be shifted around. And I think Kajira's liquidation engine is 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 definitely optimized towards more of like a democratic direction, which I think is really powerful. And Shade with Silk also takes um, kind of the democratic solution to how the liquidations work as well. Carter, uh, I mean. I- I don't know like a million percent, not like other people, like I've been busy with a lot of stuff, but uh, your stable coin, like just for anyone in the audience, like we've had Dove on like several times, uh, but just for anyone in the audience, so like Carter, how does Silk work? It's it's related to a basket of assets, right? Is that right? Yes. So Silk is, Silk is really interesting. So essentially... Um, Silk tracks a basket of global currencies and commodities. It tracks uh, Bitcoin, gold, the U.S. dollar, the Canadian dollar, the euro, and um, the yen. So all of the smart contracts for the liquidations and the minting price points are slowly but surely shifting as the you know valuations tied to all these different pieces slowly shift over time. Um, and then you have decentralized collateral backing each silk in circulation but the really cool part is that silk because all the mechanisms are tracking this slowly shifting peg silk is uh the analogy i get like to give is um like you can invest in tesla for instance in the u.s stock market uh or you can invest in the s p 500 which is like this index fund right it's and the index fund is going to be a lot safer than if you just invest in one thing and people don't know it but in in forex like if you just invest in the euro like or just the dollar then you're taking on a lot of the sovereign risk tied to just that you know single currency and so silk tries to diversify out the forex risk and the net result is essentially less volatility and a really strong inflation resistant currency uh, so it's 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 a very kind of odd first of its kind uh, solution and then another really cool feature we have is Shade governance um, has the ability to evolve the basket over time. So if the euro goes to zero or the yen, 
then the weights that were assigned to tracking those currencies could be reallocated elsewhere or new assets could be added in terms of what's being tracked. So Silk has that privacy and that censorship resistance. It has that global volatility resistance and it has the ability to evolve over time. I mean, Carter, we'll, we'll ask uh, uh, Doug the same question, but on, on this like topic, you know. Epic. Just I, epic. Yeah. I'm, I'm being all like mentioned though, like what about in the event of- Has Robert like, gone to the loo or something? Oh, At least he's kind enough rugged. to not oh. have his pee, yeah. Are you getting rugged? Oh no, he's he's talking. You probably just can't hear him. Oh, man. Thanks, Elon. <laughs> Thanks, Elon. Jesus. <laughs> you know what's been weird? I don't know if you guys have found this, but um, <clears throat> like- the, the when space is just rug if someone like loses connectivity for a few minutes like what is that right even if there's a co-host or something if the if the, if the person that was the original host um uh, kind of just drops off for one second the whole thing just dies and you and you have to create a new one it's it's wild yeah the whole handshake is just awful bouncing between your lte or whatever and wi-fi and then yeah when you get a phone call in if your phone like kicks over to LTE or Wi-Fi, it's it's such a shit show. <laughs> am I? Am I? Yeah, am I uh, look at Robbo there. He's dead. He's dead. Can you hear him? No. Oh. I can hear him. <laughs> That's Dub, nice. you probably got to drop off and hop back up. I bet. Okay. That'll, All that, right. That'll fix it. All right. Cool. Cool. Ciao. Well, we'll 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 stay with Carter because like I, I'm being all like said a day, you know. Well, obviously, there's been some news today, blah, blah. And, you know, uh, both uh, Dove and uh, Carter involved uh, deeply in stable coins. And uh, your man, Make-A-Wish, was like saying, you know, in the very, like, rare event, you know, that, like, uh, one of the kind of, like, collateralized assets or whatever, like, has, like, this, like, like, really, really bad, catastrophic, like, price fall or whatever. Uh, what kind of like uh, safeguards are in place? So like Carter, yeah, well, uh, Dove's coming back in, but we'll go to jump to Carter. Carter, like what kind of like safeguards have you guys got in place for like any kind of black swan event or anything? Sure. So your your greatest defense in a black swan event is the individual vault parameters. Essentially, the more conservative vault parameters you set, the more time you have for liquidations to be able to you know liquidate the asset backing silk go to the open market and turn it into something that that makes sense right so the the best answer to black swan events is having credibly conservative vaults for your more uh risky assets um outside of that we technically have uh the shade the shade dow and the treasury and all the fees that are accrued over time there's going to be essentially a, a fund that's built out to account for catastrophic events. Um, but as, as stable coins grow, it, it, they tend to outscale the ability of a treasury to handle a black swan event. So in summary, you need a really strong risk framework to have your, your vaults properly set to handle any given black swan event. 
And also you, you need a pretty solid front end back end system because we've noticed a lot when this shit happens, everybody hammers the shit at the same time. And then you just get basically a DDoS attack because everybody's trying to, you know, make transactions and stuff. Uh, it's yeah. And it obviously it depends. Like, is it an attack? Is it just something, you know, economics like what is the cause of the event uh, in the attacks we generally see normal ddos attacks hammering the like the aws servers whoever the fuck people are using uh and then that just further causes like a, a decline just people are freaking out even more because they're like oh i'm getting a bad gateway or whatever the fuck and then yeah it just panic in the streets in the event of some random like black swan event where like one of your like collateralized assets like just gets like nuked or whatever. Like what kind of safeguards are in place like for USK? Yeah, so it's exactly as Carter mentioned. The the parameters that you have um for all of your assets are pretty much critical. Um that's one thing. Uh, I know Finn, you mentioned like the actual front ends and stuff. So this is why slowly over time we've been um fully decentralizing is probably a good word, even the infra. So we have infra providers now, like literally all over the world, which is pretty cool because that's often it's like the RPCs that can get um, really hammered. And, and if you if you have them kind of centralized in terms of a global location, that can be fairly dangerous. And like we know that that has been a bit of a pain because it's really not been the easiest thing to work out. And suddenly Kajira users are used to the fact of occasionally having to change that RPC. But as as we've gone over the months, that's been getting more and more consistent. And we're pretty confident that we'll get that um, really, really nailed um, over the coming months. And, you know, we've got more providers coming on. So, yeah, that's certainly something that we've thought about. You know, it's not just the actual um, mechanics of the stable coin. You've got to think about the tech itself. So, yeah, that's kind of just so that everyone knows that these are really like the reasons why we've been doing this kind of thing. Also, for the purposes of true decentralization, right? Like, Ultimately, I guess a blockchain should really be um, almost totally kind of community run. Um, it's it's a very hard thing to to do straight up uh, or straight off the bat. You know, it's, it really is a process. Um, but anyway, yeah, so pretty much exactly as Carter said there in terms of your parameters. So what we've also done um, at Kujira is we've, we've, we've had, got a team of people that have been working um, basically against the data from UST. So in terms of the oracles and and how things work in a, in a huge downturn, we've been modeling all of that on the crash of UST. Um, and that's been something that we've basically, we've used that as the extreme scenario. Um, so we've modeled that data and then put that against our parameters for USK. Um, and that's kind of been our way of like testing, uh, you know, the very worst case scenario, as well as exactly the same, starting to build up a treasury um, where you can at least, you know, have some funds to mitigate these things and get the wheel turning again. So it often it often is is a case that, you know, like you can you can you could have some kind of attack or something like that. And you can kind of get the wheel spinning again. Right. I think a lot of people think like. If it goes, it's gone forever. It's kind of not the case. The way these things work is they is they is they do they they can like jolt themselves back into life. So there's kind of like interesting things when it comes to the value of anything, even even something that is meant to be dollar backed. Um, it, it, it's often the case that you might only need a small p- portion of value to 
be injected back into the system in order to kind of get it up and running again. So that that's kind of something that maybe a lot of people don't really realize. It's not it's not necessarily an all or nothing thing. But yeah, as I say, when it comes to all the Oracle work and all of the situations that we've been testing, we have we have used what we feel is the most extreme case um, <clears throat> to model the whole system again. So, you know, we obviously, we're confident about that and, and, and it's good that we've done that stuff. But again, yeah, like we like we keep saying, you know, there's, there's obviously risk in everything, even in, in global systems, right, as we've seen. So I guess all we can do is just keep on learning and, and modeling what we've, what we've seen in the past. But yeah, that's, that's it from our side. I'd, I'd be curious, have you, have you guys been approached at all by, uh, let's say, not necessarily uh, Risk Harbor specifically, uh, thanks to Ray, we've, we've had some things come to light with them, but any other, uh, like, in insurance sort of providers, have they been, like, hitting you guys up at all to, to offer their insurance services? Yeah, we've, we, we have, we, we've definitely had quite a few conversations. Um, but you know, as you say, like sometimes you look at, look at these people and you think, Hmm, that's not really going to work or, or there's some kind of potentially shady stuff going on. But I certainly think that that is, um, a good bet going forward. I think maybe that actually, now that you mention it, maybe that is something that, um, potentially even between, you know, the, the, the cooperative teams in the cosmos that, that we should be looking at, you know, maybe we shouldn't be relying on, um, who knows that that might be some real world like you know like kind of like sleazy insurance provider that are that have hired like three guys in the basement to to knock up some blockchain thing you know i think maybe maybe more transparency around those protocols might be good but yeah i think that probably is the next step but yeah we we've had some conversations just haven't been super convinced just yet um but i think that yeah it might, it, like I think that might be something well, that would make sense from a more global kind of cosmos perspective, potentially. You be sure next time Risk Harbor hits you up that you let them know as soon as we get that seven mil back, then we'll start talking business again. But until that happens, <laughs> exactly, exactly. We'll put the raccoons on them for sure. And I definitely, before Carter jumps in, I, I would feel a whole lot better about a protocol like that if it was something community driven rather than like a white house intern or whatever the fuck those guys were like, that would make me feel way better about wanting to utilize it and just having them in the eco as, as part of, of the system. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Go for it, Carter. But yeah, I, I agree fully. I think we need to know something like that is being so crucial. I mean, I see Ray's on the call here, the, the Eagle eye Ray Raspberry. I mean, if someone if someone like him was involved in something like that, you'd be pretty pretty damn certain that um, there's no no funny business going on. <laughs> leave, them, leave them down there. Leave them down there. Turkey 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 down. Turkey Dow Insurance Agency at your service. <laughs> leave him down there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Carter. Before I because I am going to segue. Uh, do you want to uh, contribute to what's just been said, uh, Carter? There. Yeah, I think. Insurance is definitely a service that needs to be provided. Um, we actually internally have a product requirement doc that we had spun up for an insurance product like, like a year ago. I think, I think the hardest challenge is there just needs to be so much dormant capital willing to sit there and lock up. And also like when the insurance actually gets exercised, it's 
it's hard to like stress test that in a real environment because you really only get one shot at it, you know? So, um, I, I think when an insurance protocol comes, I think crypto will probably be more mature and it'll probably be DAOs that have a lot of capital parking their, their money in, in these insurance products. And it's like protocols backing protocols, I think is, is what the late game will be. Oh, protocol back liquidity, protocol owned liquidity. Oh, there's so many things going to happen that people don't even know about right now. Right, Carter. Uh, okay, we're back to the Make-A-Wish Foundation guy. And like, I think it makes sense to go to you first and then Dove like second. So like for Dove, it's the updates, if there are any. For you, Carter, it's the Alliance module. So Ambedo asked me, he's like, Robo, uh, you know, Carter's got like this real, like, like you know, economics, like, like background, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, dude, we know. Uh, alliance, like, uh, do you can you make any comments on it, uh, Carter? Do you wanna have you got anything? Sure. So I really like what the Alliance module is doing. I've actually connected the Alliance module team, I believe, with Seeker Labs. I think I think that connection has been made. Essentially, like, in order for that to work, Seeker Network would need to make kind of changes to its to its architecture to support the alliance module. Um, why, do like, the, why do you like alliance? Why do you like alliance? So we do. Well, I think there's like three different kind of emerging security models. You have interchange security, you have the actual like shared security, and then you have the alliance module. And I think the problem with um, kind of interchange security or mesh security is it's very it's very kind of like human in terms of the negotiation on what those what they what how much is actually shared between the two chains and, and it's i think it's really messy i think some of those systems there's more more human components to it and it's there's a lot of extra infrastructure costs that get add added to validators and so i think the cool part about the alliance modules it really abstracts away a lot of the costs tied to validators because we're really representing security in, in tokenized form that's being shared across the chain. So I think it's a more abstract version of security, and, and I think there's a lot of advantages to it. Oh, lovely. Uh, right, Dove, uh, Alliance, any any updates from the uh, Kooji side? Yeah, defo. So, um, so just first of all, like I, I think the, the reason that we quite like it is that um, we value – revenue right like we uh, I, you guys know this by now right like you know there's the no inflation stuff and all that and that's not just because we're trying to be different it's 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 because that we believe that um crypto protocols in general should be able to actually produce revenue and therefore um benefit people right that's kind of that's sort of the whole idea right i mean and i know that kind of started with you know super high inflation and I guess people almost feeling like they were potentially getting something, but maybe they weren't because if you look at, you know, inflation versus APR and the fact that the token's probably going to tend to trend downwards, especially in hard times, um, it becomes quite a tricky model to uphold. Um, and so on the back of that, we like the fact that with Alliance, you you have protocols that kind of need to present themselves in a, in a way that says, well, here are our actual numbers, right? The, the, this is what we generate. This is what we bring to the chain. And when they can bring those numbers to the chain, they then 
basically carve out a portion of the chain's revenue. That's kind of basically how it works. And so if this is kind of from a, from a business perspective, we quite like this idea because um, so it's, well, I don't even know if I should say this, but whatever. So like we're going to be speaking with, well, we've been chatting with the fusion guys quite a lot. So now that's, you know, you're talking about a, a launch pad and, and they, they did, they're going to be doing a lot more than that. And they do a lot more than that. But if you look at just that one product alone, you have people that are going to come along and launch on the chain, potentially launching in other places too. But the stakers, the alliance stakers of that token are then greatly rewarded for, 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 for kind of their service in terms of staking. But it, 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 gives, it gives protocols the opportunity to say, we're actually bringing revenue to this chain. And therefore, like our stakers um, should be getting a portion of that. And the more revenue they bring, um, and this is, and, and it's all, it's flexible, right? It's not like you have one parameter that sets and forget forever. Um, it can be constantly evolved through governance, uh, which is another cool thing, right? Like, so I think this concept of these protocols coming along and saying, well, we actually do make money, therefore the community can get rewarded is pretty cool because let's be honest, right? Like often, and, and, and this is again, it's kind of like one of the reasons why we like to have the semi-permission model because it's one thing just saying, oh, well, we have 3 million protocols on the chain, but, you know, 2.9 million of them are like forks of some other shit. And, you know, like no, no, there's no actual revenue being generated and these teams are just running away with grant funds and, you know, all this kind of crazy stuff. It kind of shifts that narrative to, well, actually, we have a business model. We can show that we make revenue. Here it is, you know, in one form or another. And if they don't meet that revenue, so if they're a new project and they're an alliance partner and they simply don't meet that revenue, then obviously via governance um you know that's going to be changed and so yeah i i think that's that's basically the reason why i personally like it because it kind of it kind of turns this world on its head and says well no like you're not like you can't just get away with saying nice things on twitter you you know you need to actually go and create a business that works and i feel like that's that's something that is important going forward for the whole industry right it's like it's it's all cool like yeah yeah, go for it. Every everyone say it with me. Inflation is not revenue. Okay? Inflation is not revenue. And as soon as we can get over that these high percentages just based on high inflation, like that works in a bull market for a minute, but it definitely doesn't work in a bear market or a crab market. Like these things have to be sorted out and I exactly. think that's huge. Yeah, and then exactly. uh, MB M- MB sent me a message. He said, "For fuck's sake, please clear up that alliance is not about security; it's about economic growth." <laughs> and I, I think, yeah, there there needs to be some more spaces focused on that. That like really gets into what this model is and what it's good for, and how it's not really that similar uh, to these other models. It's something to be used with them if needed. Like I, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, Finn. So that's exactly the point. Perhaps um, TFL have done, you know, an incredible job of building um, this this module, but perhaps haven't done the greatest job of actually really, really explaining it to people. And uh, that's that's probably super fair. Um, but yeah, it's an it's an economic alliance. It's not. It's not. And so when it comes to Kajira, right? We've had, um, to be honest, there there are certain 
products that we're kind of building in the background where we are looking at potentially using ICS, right? For a very specific use case, for a very specific thing, which is great. When you need that that form of that that kind of security, there, there are definitely some benefits. But as as you mentioned now, that's that's really not not what Alliance is about. You you're spot on. Thank you, MB. Oh dude, hasn't this been like really fucking good tonight? Uh, it's been amazing. I'm so glad that we have honored our sponsors, the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Uh, God bless Ambedo and his uh, generic uh, inherent uh, bone fucking marrow disease or whatever he's got. I don't know what it is. Whatever we're celebrating tonight. Anyway, privacy as a service thing, that is like uh, Ambedo's like, uh, you know, coup d'etat, right? Uh, Carter, so secret. Privacy as a service, you know, it's it's being touted as being like one of the next biggest things. We all want privacy, and and maybe how would that like fit in with Kojira? Like, caught. I mean, surely like like Kojira could leverage privacy as a service. Is that right or not? Yeah. So privacy as a service is this concept that Secret Network can export privacy by allowing people to leverage the private smart contracts of Seeger Network. Like you can essentially trigger something on a public chain that changes the state of the blockchain on the privacy side. And you have like this really nice relationship between the two that can unlock some interesting new um, use cases. So I myself have not looked too deep into the privacy as a service model. I know the big thing they really are focused on is RNG. So uh, if you're working on games or any sort of thing that needs a like random number generated in a safe and non-predictable way, uh, Secret Network can essentially privately generate that and export that to another chain for, for that randomness to be generated. Um, so there's lots of use cases that people like for like that on, on the gaming side. Um, in terms of actually having it integrate with something like Kajira, I think the best example is actually like USK on Seeker Network is private, right? Like when you when you bridge that over, your USK now has privacy features. So it's um, I'm I'm excited to see where privacy as a service goes. I know the the core team's really pumped about that, uh, but I would say the most direct use case is bringing uh, Kuji and USK on the Seeker Network gives you that privacy. Oh, fucking spicy, Edo. Got anything to say? Yeah, I mean, it, it, this for me is like a perfect example of why um, this whole interchange thing can really be a good thing, right? Um, and uh, like I, I said it before, in terms of like app chains, I think just to diverge a little bit and come back to the point, um, I think there have been a few comments like less app chains, more more apps, right? Which which I, I tend to agree with, um, and I think that. You know, people are getting a bit carried away, like spinning up an app chain that, whatever, like films an ant walking on the ground every day. You know, I think I think people are getting a little bit carried away with it, but this is a perfect example of how this can be really, really, really beneficial between between different chains or even a protocol in a chain, right? So, like Kajira is a chain, a chain, but now we have Shade that are um, producing features that can allow our users to easily IBC over. And have the privacy that they that they want, right? So this for me is a is a perfect example of how 
this like between Shade and Kujira, um, why why should we, you know, they, they are the privacy experts, right? Um, and so that's what I mean. In this instance, it's like, well, we're not going to go off and try and replicate what Shade and Secret are doing because this is a perfect symbiotic relationship. The people that, you know, want that kind of privacy can go off and do it. The people that are, you know, happy with the kind of open ledger idea can, can you know, can can do it as well. So this is why I think this relationship is really cool and it allows uh, flexibility, which is awesome. And I think that's what we need, right? Like diversity, flexibility. These are things that like we've been working very closely with the Shade team on in particular, as you can see, you know, with USK and Silk, and then with these kind of concepts where they, they're able to say, hey, you know, go. And I, I believe, like, I think we can probably all agree. I think even even IBC is still somewhat clunky, um, but it's going to improve, right? Uh, it's going to improve. It's going to feel a lot less like a bridge. And I think more just, just something that you don't even see happening. Um, you can kind of start to see it in, in, in the more modern wallets and stuff like that, where, you know, you don't necessarily have to really think about where you are or, um, or, 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 or you know, wh where you might be housed at any particular moment. So, yeah, I think that given, given a bit more time, um, all this stuff can be abstracted. Yeah. So TFM is a great example of that, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, and, you know, we've we, like certainly with Sonar Wallet, we've we've worked super hard on that. Like, if, you know, hopefully you guys get to give it a whirl. And yeah, we've um, we've tried to make everything. But so this is the whole point. And I said this the other day on on another space is like you've got to remember that. And Carter, you actually said it earlier as well, right? We 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 we, we have time here, and this technology I think is really going to think about where we were even six months ago. Um, even talking about the cosmos, you know, people kind of love to hate on it. Even I do a lot of the time, whatever. But if you look at the growth and the amounts of chains and protocols and interesting things that are happening, um, and then you think about the time that uh, how fast technology moves, I, I actually think it's going to be really, really exciting. And I think that kind of clunkiness of IBC is going to get moved away. You know, right now there's like different, like, you know, every, every protocol, every chain is like conflicting settings and weird stuff, but I'm pretty sure that's all going to be standardized and it's going to be smooth. So yeah, that's, that's all I have to say. It's kind of just great to have partners um, that can do the things that you don't do um, out the box um, for a living. So imagine, imagine the fucking can smell. <laughs> Imagine the fucking smell <laughs> of goodness. Guys, you need to be wearing fresh underpants. You don't want that smell. I'm telling you, you do not want that smell. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though. Uh, it's the first time I've spoken to your man Carter. He's fucking golden. Like, uh, okay, guys, we had uh, Oho uh, Oracle on last night. Uh, Brandon, obviously, from Umi came in like later, but we had like was on. Uh, so Carter, do you know? Do you know was? Do you know Oho, Oracle? Do you know the yes. Umi team? Yes, absolutely. So we currently use Band Protocol, but we're going to be working with Oho to also integrate them, so we can aggregate across both of those Oracle solutions as well as the other Oracle protections that Shade has. I really, really like. Overall, Cosmos needs way more Oracle solutions. We need we need stronger security solutions. We need to aggregate across multiple solutions. And really excited. I'm I'm a huge fan of Umi personally. Like I, I like to 
celebrate them whenever I can. I think their 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 products are are really good, and I know that Oho for them is necessary to expand the, the the Umi product line, and I think a lot of folks and other projects are going to benefit uh, from what Oho can provide. Go, got anything there? Oracle. Oh, let me, can you hear me? Wait, yeah, I can't. Uh, can you not hear Robo again? No, no, I'm good. Oh, baby, okay. I'm, uh, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> no, it, it just it was telling me that everyone was muted and including me, so I was I was rugged again. <laughs> I think I had a double mute on. I mean, Joe, yeah. look, look, Prop three or six. I haven't checked it. Prop three or six on Juno looks like it's going to fail. I think the issue is the gas fee. Uh, the gas fee has been increased. Everybody thinks it's such a fucking stupid, ridiculous, idiotic, childish fucking decision by people who should not be making these decisions. I'm not even going to go into this particular issue of the gas, like, oh, on June, all right. But uh, the the narrative last night was that OHO, uh, they'll get their prop passed if the gas like decision or the gas prop is reversed. Like, it's quite a bizarre situation, I think, with Juno right now. Uh, I, I don't know what either of you guys think about that, like, narrative that came out last night that, like, like obviously, OHO is not going to pass. Uh, but if the gas decision was reversed, then it would pass, like, kind of. Like, I, I don't get that. I mean, Dove? Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I don't know, Carter, if you've been following along, like, we've, especially in the last few days, because we've been launching, you know, Sonar, and we've just been obviously taking so, so much feedback. I, I'll be honest, I, I, I wasn't super familiar with that. You know, I've, I've tried to keep up where I can in terms of the global cosmos. But um, pretty much, you know, I echo what Carter is saying about um, oracles in general. That's obviously very, very important. And like, we've kind of taken a bit of a different approach by doing a lot of that stuff in-house, but that's because we're able to tailor our solutions, you know, like I mentioned in terms of how we model, you know, like for example, what I said about the UST crash and things like that. But absolutely, I think layering onto that, um, just as he said there, having having extra providers that, you, you know, you can kind of worm through like maybe two or three providers, that that definitely is, I think, where we need to be getting um, for sure. But yeah, so but, but Robert, what was the vibe? So what what, what exactly was happening with the, with the gas stuff? Because yeah, if, if, if that Oracle provider can't even come on board due to that, that definitely sounds mental to me. Well, the, the, I, I believe they asked for the gas phase to be waived uh, for a certain like period of time or whatever. Right. So uh, it, init initially, they wanted to increase gas fees. And these are two different things. So and I feel like it's just a logical fallacy that, that they are saying, well, if one would have not happened, the other would pass. like that. that that's just silly. Um, but their idea was. It almost had a lump burner kind of feel to it, to me at least. But they're like, we'll increase all the fees because there's all these transactions happening and that'll immediately print us a bunch of money, which <laughs> I, I I don't see that happening. Yeah. But anyway, and then for the Oracle, for the Oracle, they were saying because we need no, no. to make so many, so many like pings it would be ridiculous to have to pay for gas all of for for that many pings to give you this nice real time ish service and so if they can't get that passed then they can just drop down the amount of data they're pinging you know like we're only going to hit it let's say every minute instead of every 30 seconds and th those aren't real numbers but just so you get the idea 
and yeah, so then for them to say that, like, okay, this, if the gas thing wouldn't have happened, we would have just waived this, like, the, that just doesn't make sense to me. So, uh, making money for whom? I mean, the way they came across last night was very, like, it was all about the validators, Finn. When you're talking about making money, I mean, it was all down to the validators, no? Yeah, not the stakers. Or... Yeah, I'm still kind of fuzzy on it. I, I, I don't. My Juno bag is minimal at this point, so I honestly don't care. But yeah, my... I, I hope to see more oracles uh, get out there and be able to do what they need to do and not get taxed to hell for it. So yeah, as you say, my my understanding of it is yes, Oho essentially adds like. You could consider it like a module. I, I think it's probably a smart contract and not an actual blockchain module. Someone can correct me if I'm wrong on that. It's one of the two. But in order for them to provide the service for everyone on the blockchain, for the dApps to like rely on it, you obviously want that Oracle to be as up-to-date as possible. And so they're trying to provide as high frequency of a service as possible. But that's obviously expensive uh, unless... The collective community says, wait a second, this is a public good. So validators should just include those transactions for free. And so I'm assuming what happens from the validator side, there's probably concerns about, oh, like we're have to take on this this extra latency or this extra public good. I'd rather not do that. And Oho is probably saying, well, it's absolutely worth it because then all of the debt builders on Juno get access to a really good Oracle. Um, that would be my guess. I also, to, to Dove's point, I, I haven't been tracking this one super closely. The gas one sounds pretty absurd, so I'm definitely going to go look that one up. But the Oracle, the Oracle debate, I would agree. That sounds like that's a validator. Validators taking a stance on if OHO is worth it as a public good and the negative externalities of having to support that infrastructure. Cody, you're right. And like last night, I think like it came across from like, like was like pretty much like that situation. Like that is like the baseline question. Is it a public good or not? I mean, Brandon, who came on later, uh, just like, you know, at the end of the kind of show or whatever, he kind of said like, look, you're getting like a top class Oracle for free. And they've got this like module that is supplied with the Oracle that doesn't exist on like Band or Chainlink or any of the others, where it has this like historical kind of like uh, information. Oh, sh the historical. If this don't pass, y'all gonna stay porical. <laughs> I love that dude. He had me dying yesterday. That shit was so funny. Oh, is Robo getting rugged now? Robo, Elon's telling you to wrap it up. It's it's we're we're over our time apparently. You gotta go put another quarter in the meter, bro. <laughs> Am I back? Am I back or not? Yep. Oh, there you're you back. Are. Welcome back, bro. The tablet, the tablet. Like literally, I, the thing is about this Chinese fucking tablet I've got. Even though I've put my own software on, it gives you no warning. It's gonna cut off. It doesn't give you like the fight, but like my phone gives me like a 20%, 15, 10, 5. Like it's like, bro, sort your life out. Uh, where was I? Uh, dude, I forgot what we were talking about there, Finn. Fucking a panic. Uh, we were just wrapping, we were just wrapping up the show and thanking everybody for their time. Okay. Uh, I get the picture. Uh huh. You don't have to remind me twice. I do have to say though, Finn, what a pleasure 
what a fucking gigabrain, like, you know, hour and 20 minutes or whatever. Like with these two cunts, I mean, Yemen Ambido didn't disappoint Finn, did he? It's not often we get a couple of my favorite ecosystems and people in those ecosystems together to have a, a chin wag, as Dove likes to call it. And uh, I see Coogee cast in the in the audience. You guys make some really good content. I I don't know if a lot of people like appreciate what you guys do, but that sort of like I don't want to call it dry humor, oh, but well, that's Monty Python esque. You know, no. like oh, I love that shit. Ben, no, 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 you, dude, you are mistaken. I mean, I you know that's understandable. You're from fucking Portland. We all know what you like up there. Uh, basically, the more like the Chuckle Brothers. I mean, you said Monty Python. I wouldn't even dare disgrace the fucking name of Monty Python with fucking Coogee cast you pleb cunt. But uh, yeah, dude, the more like the Chuckle Brothers. You know, like to me, to me, to you, to you. Do you know the Chuckle Brothers or not? Do you know who they are? No, I, I, I'm, I'm busy like stepping over dirty needles and shit here in Portland. I don't have time for the Chuckle Brothers, unfortunately. Bro, why? All right, bro. Let's, uh, I watched the video. I'm packing. I'm, I'm leaving tomorrow. I'm packing. Bro, I watched okay. a video of Portland the other day, and there was like tranny cops riding on unicycles, like fire juggling down the street, and it's like everyone's welcome in Portland. And I'm like, bro, is that a cop in a, like a Borat fucking mankini? Like, like, dude, what you fucking doing to me? Like, do I have to live through this? Like, literally, I want to kill myself every day, Finn, when I see this kind of shit. You know? We're gonna. We're going to put out an NFT collection for how weird Portland is. And each one you're going to be able to burn and then come spend 24 hours in Portland at an undisclosed location and see if you survive. It'll be like naked and afraid. Uh, it'll be like addicted and afraid. It'll be good. We won't be naked, but I mean, we might be. Yeah. Was uh, it, look, look for that. Be, be naked. I, I, I don't know if it was Portland or Seattle when it went. Possibly. Door. Where was where where did they have that fucking no go zone? You know, was that was that Portland? Uh, that's, yeah, no, that's Seattle trying to be like Portland. So okay. Uh, it's okay. Seattle's cool too. That was hilarious. Perfect. Oh my <laughs> Wrap <goodness. this> up. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, let's guys, let's get some closing comments, right? And uh, this is like, if you don't mind, if that's all right, uh, we'll go to Carter, then we'll go to Dove, then Finn can wrap up, and then I'll wrap up, right? All right, uh, Carter, where does the uh, immediate future, and by immediate, I mean between now and 2025, right, the next like, couple of years, uh, where does the immediate like future lie for uh, decentralized stable coins that are backed by, you know, some form of like non-stupidity? Let's just say that, right? And then uh, they're like the same for you. You get what I'm talking about? Like, I really want to just like home in, drill down before we finish very quickly on the stable coin like thing. Right, Carter, how does the next two years look? What do we need to do? What do we need to learn, et cetera, et cetera, bro? I think that there's a fork in the road coming where crypto isn't going to be allowed to LARP anymore. I, I think like there you're going to have truly decentralized protocols, true censorship resistance, truly unstoppable finance, which is the ethos that this whole industry is built on. And I think you're gonna see more and more walled gardened, permissioned, controlled DeFi. 
And I, I firmly believe that stable coins are, are, also, are also going to have to make that choice of if they want to be unstoppable money or if they want to be you know, hyper-compliant money. Maybe there's something in the middle. Um, but that, that would be my prediction over the next two years is that our, our industry in DeFi evolves and um, there's going to be a huge opportunity for new blue-chip DeFi to emerge. And I think, I think Kajira is well-positioned to, to do that. I think Silk and Shade Protocol with the privacy is super well positioned to do that. And ultimately, I'm just incredibly optimistic about what we can do. Even, even in the bottom of a brutal bear market, this technology isn't going anywhere. And as much as the world wants to try to tell us that price is everything, it's, it's actually the exact opposite. Price is, price is nothing and, and utility is everything. And the technology itself and the attributes and the protections that it provides is what actually elicits the change. So I'm optimistic, I'm pumped, and, and let's keep building. Been fucking absolutely fucking class having you on tonight, son. I'm telling you, anything is being fucking gas, right? Classier man, that, no? Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, Dove. I mean, you know, I do, we have to address the stablecoin thing. I think like that is the like ending point or the you know the finale or whatever you call it. I mean, Dove, where where does where, where do we go from here? Yeah, I mean, as I said before, like um, I, I can't put things as eloquently as Carter can. Um, so it's 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 great to be to to be the follow up <laughs> to this question. Um, what I will say is we, that you know, we love you, yeah, you know, right? We love you, yeah, you know, you know what I mean? like that's what it's all about. Oh, Dove's one of my best mates, Dove's one of my best mates in the world. He's fucking class, I'm telling mate. you. What a, gen- I, I, what a gentleman, I just, and Carter as I well. Just wanna, I, when are we hanging out, man? That's like basically what I want to say in the finale, but <laughs> but um. Bro, you come you come to Bangkok, you know, like, yeah, bro, you need to be a cat in this city, bro. Like, it's not for the faint-hearted, right? Like, <laughs> mate, no the, the sonar, sonar Android launch party. As soon as that comes out, uh, then we'll party. Don't worry, I'm, I like my 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 mates that are listening in here. No, I'm I'm not very faint-hearted, even if I might come across as somewhat of a gentleman from time to time. So I'm not scared. One night in Bangkok, let's do it. Um. But um, yeah, honestly, um, not to just kind of piggyback, but of course, I I feel the same as what Carter just said. Um, I again coming back to this concept of for 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 us, I think yes, I would love to kind of make a prediction of two years time. But what actually we need, we we feel is more not more important, but really important for now is to actually just keep on building these rails and building these systems for people because we're going to have to basically bat off things along the way that we might not see coming right and that's um that, that that's something that we are acutely aware of and exactly like carter said right you, uh, you, you th- th- there's go- there's going to be so much that comes at us potentially good and bad and at the end of the day as long as you can actually push push through um, you know, keep keep on actually making systems that work for people. Then God, God help us. You know, hopefully this, all this work and 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 all this commitment that both us as as teams and the community have put in um, will start to bear fruit. You know, I, th- I think I think it is already. But um, yeah, in an ideal world, uh, we're actually able to 
thrive in these systems that we've created and not be totally suffocated. And I'm starting to see it, you know, even in the USA, for example, you know, you can see at, at least there's some good people that are there in, in Congress, you know, right now that that's the most hostile environments and the one that everyone's got their eyes on. Um, but it's also the one that has obviously the most, you know, the, the, probably the most builders and, 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 and the money that's coming in. So it's interesting. I feel like it's just a fight. Uh, there, there's a lot of fights happening right now, right? Not to get, political or global, but there's a lot of stuff being pushed back. Um, I, I feel like there's a lot of batshit crazy stuff going on in the world, but at least there are people that are out there pushing back on this stuff. So in an ideal world, people start to gain some fucking common sense, right? And like, we don't, we don't have to pretend that lunacy is, is real and we can actually go on and, and create systems that are actually good for people. And I'm, I, my, my hope is, yeah, more, probably more of like a sort of globally political one rather than just honing in on one, you know, like stable coins, for example, because it'll ripple down. My hope is that, yeah, as I say, some kind of common sense starts prevailing. Um, and we're not so gated and sort of controlled and, you know, all, all, all the, all these, all these horrible things. Um, and people can just be a little bit more free. And I think if that happens, then that's obviously going to ripple down into pretty much everything that we, that we are doing. So I, I kind of feel it needs to come from, from a, you know, like a, like a, almost like a political perspective and, and like a global perspective. And, yeah, I'd like to think I, I hold I hold some hope of that happening, and um, yeah, we can kind of just you know stop having these supermen pretending to be saving us when they're not, and uh, then you know then we can move forward. Based, absolutely nice. based. Uh, my, my 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 vision for the future is that Elon is president of Mars, and Kuji, USK, Shade, all these DeFi protocols are the finance system on Mars. And that's where we're hanging out. That that's the future I see. I'm down, mate. Mars is starting to look like a, a very good bet. I won't lie. <laughs> well, guys, I did I did pull like a little cheeky one. There was like uh, there was like six or seven people in the audience, and I thought, oh fucking hell, you know, if anyone's like got a question for either of these guys, like now's the time. And like I I should have like said, oh, is it okay if I do this? But I didn't, and I just invite the people anyway. Uh, but only Rebel uh, DeFi came up. Uh, very intelligent guy, even though he's Scottish. Everything he eats is fucking deep fried. He loves Iron Brew. He has it on IV drips, I've heard, in Malaysia randomly. I don't even know what's going on there. Uh, Rebel DeFi, have you got any questions? I, I hope you haven't come up here to be a fanboy. I hope you have got like a, a point. Hi guys. Hi everyone. I, I was told to jump into the space. So I've, I've literally just arrived. Um, I, as far as the iron brew goes, I, I mean, I don't know if some the non UK people know about iron brew, but, um, yeah, it's made in Scotland from girders. So yeah, that's where we got our muscles from. But what they did to iron brew is they took out the sugar and put all this fake shit in. So when they did that, I stopped drinking it. Um, but yeah, it's been. I just, I just call it a little bit of what Dove said there. Um, I, I'm just remembering back to sort of like a year, year and a half ago. There was this thing where we could like deposit stables and get like twenty percent, um, and and that was kind of really exciting at the time. But then people told us it was all just crazy. Um, I'm just looking at this really exciting LP on Shade at the moment. Twenty two point six percent. 
on Silk USK combo. So it is reminding me of the good old days, guys. Um, yeah, I, I, initially I thought when everyone started building their own stable that it's just not going to end well. Too much fractured liquidity. But it's, it's almost come full circle. Everyone kind of sort of went off and did their own thing. But then we're now coming back together. And I'm just loving seeing like the different communities um, working so hard together to keep this to keep this sort of decentralized finance thing going. Yeah, exactly, mate. Like we we had we had a bit of um a bit of a convo around this earlier, um before you joined. Um and you know, between Carter and I and you know, obviously the guys on the chat just talking about how we are definitely stronger together and, and all that stuff. And um, yeah, I think like my view is that the people that are kind of willing to, to work together and, you know, not kind of staying, staying in a, in a kind of shell. And um, I, I think there is kind of like an old guard and a new guard forming, which has been really, really cool for, for me to see anyway. Um, and yeah, I think that these, these systems are going to, thrive a lot more when people work together and yeah like like we we've chatted about it but the kind of symbiosis and then like you know go, like you go you, you go do what you do well i'll do what i do well over here and then we collaborate that's literally that's yeah that's how things get better so appreciate that mates and i think the coolest part too is like the the economy that's evolving you know as symbiotically like as kajira continues to grow if there's their liquidity outposts everywhere where USK and Kajira goes, those platforms also benefit. So we're all growing together. We're all creating better experiences for users at the end of the day. And I also think you're totally right, Rebel DeFi, of like a lot of the stablecoin projects post Terra, everyone kind of went pretty, pretty silent. I think it was stablecoin as a word represented something to be something to be feared, something that was dangerous, something that couldn't be trusted. Um, and I think the dust is finally settling. The lessons and the scars have been learned and they'll, they'll continue to be mistakes. They'll continue to be more scars because it's, it's crypto. But the code and the mechanics and the wisdom continues to collectively grow. Uh, and, that, and that's something to be hopeful, hopeful of. And I'm super excited to see USK, Silk, um, and the other Cosmos stable coins, the other crypto stable coins continue to grow because at the end of the day, what matters is that there's more decentralized money than centralized money. There's more decentralized systems than centralized systems. Um, that, that is the, the battle that we're all fighting together. And it's at, at the end of the day, as, as Dove said so eloquently, this is, this is ultimately about freedom and, and, and returning freedom and power back to users. Epic. And and actually just one thing, one more thing from my side, and they all more questions. I fully agree on the Kuji cost thing. Like check them out. Super, super underrated. Yeah, for sure. Like British humor. But um I think that's kind of what's cool about the 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 community, right? Like I would never have been in touch with probably, you know, so many American people. I mean, you know, now I, I do live in a very like multicultural place or whatever, but but still I think that what's fairly unique about this community uh, and it's something that I don't think is spoken about. I think I tweeted something like this and I had a bunch of idiots telling me to fuck off, but whatever, you know, I, I do still believe it. It's like, um, it's cool. that that you do get, you get so exposed to people from different cultures and backgrounds, right? I think that's pretty unique, right? If you, if you're sitting in your office somewhere in your hometown and you know, you're probably 90% 
people that you know that are that are that are born there and the rest of it. You don't actually get exposure to to different people, and it's it's quite classic. To I mean, you know, we're all on Telegram like every single day. Um, the, the the kind of lines start blurring. People start learning about each other's like stupid comments and and chirps and jokes and and all that kind of thing, which I think is is really really cool. Like I I don't think it's something that gets highlighted enough. Um, but anyway, that's a long way of saying. Go check out KujiCast, I suppose. No, no, no. You're good, dude. You're good. By the way, I'm just out walking the dogs. <laughs> it's uh, quite late here. Uh, right, Carter, very quickly, if you don't mind, and I know JJ's jumped up, so we will go to JJ in a minute. Carter, what, what I was listening like to, when I was listening to you there, yeah, you're like a pure like libertarian. Uh, but if you're old school like me, you know, like the libertarian like landscapes being like rugged under your feet. Is that like, what, are you a true like, I don't know, Carter, what, what's your persuasion, if you don't mind me asking? Honestly, this is this is going to be kind of a weird answer. I'm I'm pretty young. So a lot of my philosophy and values came from Bitcoin. I actually really don't give too much time and energy to the thing known as politics. So if I end up sounding like a certain thing, it's it's not because I've sat down and decided to be politically engaged in traditional traditional things. This is mostly the philosophy and belief that's emerged from participating in in crypto since 2017 and seeing all the things that have broken along the way and also as someone who loves history. So I, I like to do a lot of reading. And so I think, you know, historical view of finance and economics, as well as the present day lessons and pain we've experienced, that's, that look, that's what kind of informs me. I'm, I'm not super interested in the, the political labels, um, even if they probably do accurately describe components of, of what I believe in. Oh. That makes sense. Oh, Carter, I would love to sit down, me and you, and do a history show like one day. Like, dude, oh, can you imagine like the Brit and the Yank? I'm sure we could like pull this uh, off. This epic. Yeah, dude, because uh, like, I, I, you know what's amazing? I, I kind of believe like how much I can speak to uh, Americans. And I'm not like going to generalize guys. I've been on spaces like, uh, like the big majority of like where I'm like, how, how come I know more about your history and more about your politics? And like, sorry about the noise. I'm out with the dogs. Uh, I'm like, how do I know more about your politics and your history than like you do? Like, like you should be paying attention. That like you should like wake up to these facts. Anyway, we haven't got long. JJ uh, has jumped up. Hello, JJ. Hey, GM from LA. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Hope you guys are having a good day. Oh, bro, it's been amazing tonight. I mean, we've got Dove and Carter. That's fucking the Maker. You know the Make a Wish Foundation, dude. They sponsored us uh, tonight. They gave us a uh, fuck all for um, Bedos, like questions to be asked. Like allegedly, I don't know what's going on. Uh, how you doing anyway, bro? You okay? Yeah. You got any questions? No, Either of these two? You no, know, not, not really questions. I just, you know, want to say you guys have been doing a great job. It's it's just so important to keep on showing what the technology can accomplish. Uh, you know, the cosmos is evolving so, so fast. Like, I, I'm always so stunned by the things that happen within just a one week span. Like, in one week, the direction of what you think is possible completely shifts. And so... You know, we're definitely in this situation right now and stables are crucial, but, you know, just continually building this great infrastructure layer on layer is going to what makes us really decentralized. One chain 
I don't think is what's going to make it. We actually need multiple chains and multiple projects to actually interweave to be to to get past that threshold, right? And so, like, well, SDK SDK is not fucking yeah, around, other JJ. Did you say that? Did you say SDK's announcement? Yeah, yeah? right. So, but I, and, and the USK, you know, I'm a UST man. It was my first love, right? Like I really kind of fell in love with the model. It gave us the same economic privileges that very wealthy people have of being able to have an asset class, borrow against it, not have to sell it and take care advantage of economic opportunities. This is like wealth generating tools that is only available to a certain dollar person usually. But these doors are open now and the models are coming back. And so I'm always participating. If anybody wants to, you know, collaborate, let us know. We're going to continue to push the Alliance module. We think Alliance is a great way to reconnect all the chains. And uh, I can't wait to see how you guys implement implement it. Like, I really can't. I'm really curious. You guys have always come up with really interesting stuff. Sonar looks great, by the way. Keep it up, guys. Oh, Kooji. Don't even talk about Kooji in the front end, right? I mean, these motherfuckers. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, listen, guys, I mean, uh, I'm, uh, like I say, I'm out walking the dogs right now. It's pretty late back here. Uh, what an evening. I believe, though, that we might have Kooji cast. Like, uh, we can't go without Kooji cast saying, like, hello, right? Chuckle Brothers. Yeah. Are you doing, son? How are you doing, son? Are you all right? Are you all right? Or yeah. Yeah, good. Pretty good. Chuckle Brothers. I mean, you're I probably, you're probably fair. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I didn't catch. I didn't catch last night's show. Listen, I will go back. I will go back and listen in the next 24 hours. I promise. Right? I oh, appreciate it. It was a it was a good one yesterday. But Chuckle Brothers is pretty fair. Yeah, you know, I take it, dude. I mean, come on. I'm British, yeah. right? I'm old school. I'm 40 fucking six, 47 this year. What do you expect? Um, like, that's what you should exactly what you should expect, right? I'm not miles off you, to be honest. I just appear to be a 19-year-old boy. Oh, dude, uh, listen, I've, I've heard, like, Rack FM need to be worried. I'll set the fin. What are you talking about, worried? He says, all oh, these fucking young cats coming. Bro, I've heard, yeah. I've heard you're laying down, I've heard you're laying down some good material. I've <laughs> heard there's some good programming coming out of Kujira right now, yeah? <laughs> yeah, we're all right, you know. We're okay. We're fine. As long as you get triple digits, bro. I mean, as long, you know, yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. If I wake up in the morning and I look at the space, right, last night's space, and it's like yeah. fucking double digits, I'm like, oh, mate. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, I'm down horrendous, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know what I mean. That's the one. Yeah, triple digits. Triple, that's the way. Bro, if you wake up and you're like 10x, you fucking listens. If you like, look at the replays, like if you can see on analytics and you're like, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, we just did a 10x on the red. You're like, I'll have a wank. I'll have a cheeky little crafty <laughs> fucking am shank. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's what I did today. So that's how I celebrated. So you knew. Well, bro, I don't know how much you've listened to tonight, but uh, I am going to round it down. Uh, Finn's had a jump off. He's busy going on holiday. I want to say that this is everything and more that we expected. Like, like Carter, Dove, this is like, oh, we, we literally, <laughs> all we want to do is make shows that we want to listen to. We've always said this, like when you're a host or a co-host, you know, you're not really like, like listening to the show because you're engaging in it. You can't enjoy it. 
I listen back. Fucking hell, man. Bangkok. Sorry, guys. That's Bangkok for you. I listen back to every single fucking show. And, like, like, literally, all we fucking do is make shows we want to listen to. This is one of them. I implore anyone that's joined late to just go back and listen to, like, Dove and fucking Carter, like, and just, ah, just putting the industry on notice. Like, trust us, we're not fucking stupid, man. The community is so fucking intelligent these days. Two years ago, unfortunately, the community was thick as fuck. This is how we bred this, like, generation of the Tag 3 friends. These days, and marching into 2025, which we all know is the proper buller, it's not the same. And I think it's all of our duty to make sure that we resonate this and educate people and, like, just do what we can to make sure that people are not fucking dumb cunts again. And it uses like exit liquidity. But yeah, man, uh, well, I'll tell you what, we'll close it out. Let's go to uh, Dove first, then Carter, then I'll just finish the space. Dove, you got any final words, bro? Absolutely, mate. First of all, your energy is amazing. Like, thank you very much to you and Finn. Really amazing, man. Like, I love how pumped you get. It's just brilliant. And like, like you say, the numbers and you're like, even in my DMs, like, oh, Dove, fucking hell, you know, we got a, like 4,000 views. You know, I just, I, I fucking love that. It's just so good. So thank you for doing what you do. You're right. We need to um, help people not be dumb. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a definitely a, a, a good life goal. Um, I guess just finally, just wanted to say I'm probably the opposite of Carter, which I kind of like in terms of, like he said, I'm kind of young. I'm, 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 I'm kind of old, man. Like I'm old, bruv. Um, <laughs> but old and jaded, but what's great is we can still work together and be friends and just like build cool stuff. And yeah, I don't know, man, just, just this community, as I say, just being able to meet all you fine people and chat and do good things. is just fantastic. So thank you. Thank you very much. All of you, you guys are honestly, guys and girls are just amazing. And, uh, yeah, just, just love your loads and let's keep going. Imagine the smell though. Imagine the fucking smell bro that's amazing isn't can it? you even imagine i mean i can smell it from here to be fair <laughs> i'm gonna have to get you the underpants i'm gonna have to send you the imagine the smell underpants for christmas mates when <laughs> imagine I, I was i was literally distraught <laughs> when i found out that those were were at the time weren't actually real but i mean we can let's let's get on that man Bro, tomorrow I'm waking up and I'm I'm going to Bangkok Center tomorrow and I'm gonna. Yeah, up. mate, you're in the right country. Yeah. You can make you, you can do anything there, man. Just get you know, just get it get it sorted. You know, you know, Dove's a great uh, friend of the family, right? And that's what we regard ourselves, guys, as a family. Listen, you know, we we don't always agree with everything, but that's the beauty about Rack FM is like this is where you come, you bear your soul, right? It's the first time uh, your man Carter's been up. I would like to say pure family. I mean, Carter, you've been beautiful tonight, son. Talk about passing the sniff test. You know, the raccoon sniff test? Uh, dude, yeah, you want to you wanna close some comments like Carter? Have you enjoyed yourself tonight or what? Definitely enjoyed myself. What, a, what, a, what an excellent time. Great questions. And I'll, I'll close with this. A vision without execution is just a dream. And this... Industry has a lot of noise and not a lot of execution, but Kajira executes, Shade executes. It's going to be these communities and these builders that build the future of Web3. So super pumped. Let's, let's go and do it.
that was uh, that was poignant as fuck. That like, dude, absolutely poignant as fuck. And I can't wait for like the next like silk like upgrades or like when you've got some alpha. Or dude, even if you just like want to come on a Friday show where you can like just like proper like just chat shit, where like you're off the company hours, like we are. Oi, JJ, JJ's got his hand up. I always. Oh. Yield the floor to JJ. Before, because I know you're going to close it down, uh, you know, in 20 minutes, uh, there's the white whale update and they have a bunch of information on their DEXs for anybody who wants to keep listening to spaces. <laughs> See you guys there. <laughs> no, I need worries, JJ. I love you, son. Uh, we're coming with Rack FM's coming in the crop list. Do you know that, JJ? Anna? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I'm ready for you. I'm ready so. for you. Yeah, dude, we're just planning, like, oh, we have to, like, oh, we have to be kind to all the chains that have been, like, kind to us, like, Stargaze, Omniflakes, and blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, dude, Luna, uh, Necropolis, mm-hmm, it's coming. We've already got the Dow set up. Yeah, man, uh, listen, guys, uh, if uh, Rebel DeFi, have you got anything to say before I'm going to shut it down? I, I just think the reminder that you gave out for people that arrive late, like myself, we need to go back and listen to this. I heard um, Carter and Dove were maybe riffing on Alliance a little bit, um, and that's all to do with partnerships. So, yeah, I want to... Oh, bro, this space, this space has been absolutely fucking insane. I thought, it were like, I thought we were going to be lucky if we got an hour. I mean, we're touching fucking one hour 45 right now, and trust me, oh, sorry about the traffic, I'm in Bangkok. <laughs> trust me, like, Ambedo's Make-A-Wish, like it's pulled off like better than we can expect. So Ambedo, yeah, we all thank you, dude. We hope that like you're incurable, whatever it is. I don't know, leukemia or fucking bone cancer or whatever he's got. I don't know. He's got something where we had to do this for him. Kind of. <laughs> anyway, guys, right. Let's wind it down. I would just like wholeheartedly like to thank you. So Carter, thank you very much, son. And much appreciated. Yeah. Oh, wait, there he's gone. And uh, Dove. Thank you very much, John. Thank you very much, guys. Much yeah, uh, lo- love you guys loads. Uh, and Rebel DeFi, we actually riffed a tiny bit on TFM as well. So there we go. Love you guys. Let's talk about underpants tomorrow. L- let's okay. do that, sir. Let's, talk about underpants. let's do it. All <laughs> <laughs> right, guys. <laughs> Take care. Ciao. I'll tell you what. Never mind triple figures. I'll be waking up and this will be on fucking four figures tomorrow. This fucking what a space, eh? Well, you know, Rock FM, all we do is care about you all, man. We want to be there for you, except, except, he's not a score. Listen, guys, uh, yeah, we'll be back for Rock FM shit-talking tomorrow, Friday, sure. And then we're going to have some time off, because Finn's going on holiday, and we want to respect his holiday. So I'll be there with some unrecorded spaces on the uh, Robo account, but Rock FM might be going quiet for about a week. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt We rape them under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days Got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these tokenomics They probing this bear Flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down I'm just roasting nottas And then to end a long day Eleven bowls of chronic Never known the politic I was born to frolic It's been my policy To pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists Jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity Before they hit rock bottom Over impossible
possible loss It's all moss and I'm liking the odds Fondue in the morning forming mycological bonds Flick the cap yo the road is highly involved Flip a coin diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lay Stacked and non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is way for keeps Clowns, white knight and all these Maybelines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits Bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Terror Spaces